Welcome everyone to another episode of Game Informers from panel to podcast, a show dedicated to all things comic books, be it movies, video games, toys, even the comic books themselves. Actually, that's what we focus on mostly because that's where it all starts. I'm Andrew Reiner, joined as always by my good friend, Phil Hoff. Hello, sir. I am so happy to be here. How are you after a small hiatus? Good. Yeah, we usually launch episodes on Tuesday, but Phil... Something bad happened. Yeah. We, uh, we went to our comic shop and there was a big gap on the new releases rack. Nothing Marvel is like Thanos snapped and they were all gone. He got rid of himself. He should have <laughs> got rid of DC. But yeah, it was it was like a disaster. And our comic shops, all the local comic shops, I called all of them. I wanted to get the books because I had a show to do. But none of them had the new Marvel books for last week because they switched their distribution from Diamond to, to Penguin Random House. And there was like some kind of weird check-in thing that happened. Nobody got their books. I haven't get them till today, Thursday. Like you're listening to this maybe on Friday or, you know, a little later, but we got them on Thursday. So you and I were scrambling today to read these and now we're recording the episode. But that was uh, that was a scary moment for a comic reader. It's like, I I, I need my fix. What am I going to do? I have a theory as to what happened. Okay. Uh, Jim and Dave in logistics over at Penguin Random House. They mm-hmm. uh, they took vacation the same week and nobody figured out how in the heck to ship comic books without without those two there and uh, they're never going to be approved vacation at the same time again. Jim and Dave. Yep, you're you're on notice. So I saw the Batman. That that's kind of a big thing that happened last week. Mm-hmm. That's the the new movie in theaters that runs for like three hours but doesn't feel that long. I thought I was entertained the whole way through. It's dark. It's gritty. It's got a good detective vibe to it. Great performances. Didn't like uh, Catwoman's costume. That's kind of my big complaint. And Penguin was a little extreme, but I like the mystery at hand. I like the action and uh, it's well worth a watch, Phil. You should go see it. You know me. I can't sit still for two and a half hours, three hours. I'm probably going to wait for it to go to a streaming service, which I do pay for. So they'll still be getting their chunk of money. And I think that comes sometime in the middle of next month as far as coming to streaming service. It's a pretty quick turnaround, which I thought was shocking for being a, a, a movie of this size. Yeah, it, usually when a movie is three hours like Lord of the Rings in the theater, I'm like, oh boy, not getting the the Coke. Yep. I, I just got to, you know, I'll have my Sour Patch Kids and I'll suck on those. <laughs> I'll be good to go. But every Batman movie, by the way, I've seen, I've been like, yeah, that was good. Yeah. You know, like I think all of them, even the, the Joel Schumacher ones, I was like, yeah, yeah, it was all right. I, I just, I don't find them as compelling as... Marvel stuff, I don't find them as compelling as the comic books or even like the animated series. Oh man, that was so good. One of the big flaws is they just they love killing the villain right away. Yep. Like the first one, Michael Keaton movie, love the Batmobile, love the Prince music, love the Danny Elfman score, love the Bat suit, Joker's design, Jack Nicholson as Joker, Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne and Batman, fantastic, even though he couldn't turn his neck in that suit. <laughs> he was kind of like Robocop. All of it great, but then they kill the Joker after he like graffitied a uh, art museum and then wanted to like, you know, obviously poison everyone, but with his his Joker, you know, laughing gas, but Smilex. he didn't do anything. And then he just fell out of a bell tower and, and that was it. And everybody's like, it's brilliant. I'm like, hey, he wasn't really a bad guy. <laughs> I, I go Larry David on it. And I'm like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> <I, I, I." laughs> uh, anyway, but you should go see it. It's. 
it's or wait for it at least see it phil you, don't don't put it off you know i'm going to it's batman I, I i don't put off batman things as much as i put off other things so i'll be watching batman when it comes out on this streaming game informers review scale i give it a nine out of ten Ooh. just a, a straight nine yeah most of them are nines i uh I hear nines you. or sevens <laughs> or sixes <laughs> i don't know those joel schumacher ones I, yeah there's some decent stuff but yeah <laughs> Uma Thurman. Uh, That's what saved the Joel Schumacher movies is Uma Thurman. And Bane. And uh, yeah, yeah. They, they swung for the fences and, you know, struck out a little bit, but <laughs> some, some pop flies that you're like, oh. Couple that just nice missed the foul pole. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go into the books. Let's let's just kind of alternate picks. Okay. And we'll just, this will be a strange episode. We're going to go through like a billion books and we'll just go from our favorites. I got them all sprawled out in front of me. I spent $116 you at were the comic shop without last week's books. That of, was on Wednesday. Out of control. I am, but I did get a, part of that was a $22 rare variant of the new Batman issue. And it was one of 50. And it's all foil and shiny, Phil. Did you see but the- One of 50. There's only 50 of this in the world. Are you sure it's one of 50 and that it's not one out of every 50? It's one out of 50. There's only 50. Okay. That's insane. I, I think. <laughs> I, I paid $22 for it with that assumption, but... See, I thought it was one out of every 50 that they printed was that super rare variant. But I also don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I got ripped off. So. <laughs> There's a, Did you see the detective one this week as well with the Court of Owls on it that's all shiny? Is it one out of 50? Uh, yeah, I think so. It was God, you the- might be right. It's like the comic. It's like the uh, baseball card rarity. Yeah. I thought it was like issue one of 50. I mean, I'm I'm a big dummy. If you can keep telling yourself that it's one out of 50, if it'll make you feel better. <laughs> I got it all like they prominently s- displayed on my shelf. And now I'm going to just go put it in my regular comics. They only sent one to every state and you got the Minnesota copy. There it is. Yes, one for each state. I love it. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get to the books. We're just rambling on. I, I'm in rare form tonight. Yes. This is from last week. I read this today. This is Strange. And this is the follow-up to Doctor Strange, the death of Doctor Strange. So if you didn't read that series, it lives up to the billing. Doctor Strange dies. Three times. And then another version of him comes along and dies. And then another one dies. So you get three deaths of Doctor Strange, which is pretty great. But spinning out of that, before he departed many times, he kind of empowered the Sorcerer Supreme magics and tools of the trade to Clea, his estranged wife, right? Mm -hmm. And holy hell, is she awesome. Yeah, and angry. She's got an attitude. She does not care about life. She kills a bunch of people in this issue in brutal fashion. Mm Mm-hmm. Stands up to Dr. Doom. I don't want to spoil everything here. Out of the last two weeks of books, this is my favorite. I loved it. I was like, and here's the thing. They they make fun of comic characters dying a bunch. Oh, yeah, that was brilliant. I chuckled. And they're like, hey, what happens to, to all the people that died? Don't they all come back? And she's like, yeah, they or You know, the guy's like, yeah, they all come back. <laughs> she's like, well, let's let's go talk to him. Find out if we could get back, you know, Dr. Strange. How to get Steven like, back. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's such a great premise. And then you think you might be getting something at the end that might be leading to that, but you get a different surprise. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a there, there might be a new character reveal here. So this is a new number one, issue one, just called Strange. Pick it up. 
immediately. I don't know if this is going to be rare given the comic mix-ups. I don't know if it's happening in every state, but track it down. Strange, number one. Phil, what's your pick? Probably the book that I enjoyed most from last week. It's a book that I've talked about previously, but it's a crossover from Image. And this this issue made me chuckle very, very, very hard because it all... I'm going to go slightly spoilery. Previous issue, at the end of issue 11, Negan from The Walking Dead shows up. And in this issue, okay. they go to Robert Kirkman's house, Negan does, <laughs> to try to take care of Robert Kirkman because he's angry about the way that he was written and just kind of wants to resolve the entire thing. And, and Kirkman try, kind of tries to talk him off the ledge a little bit. He's like, hey, I, you've got a great tragic story behind you. Nobody actually thinks that you're this villain. Sure, you've done some bad stuff, but look at everything that led up to it. Needless to say, Negan beats the hell out of him with the barbed wire bat and splatters his brains all over the place to the point where like, he hits him in the head with the bat one time and both of his eyes come out and he goes, ooh, both eyes this time. I've never seen that before. And then they go about their business and then they start to go and try to track down Donny Cates throughout a series of flashbacks. Turns out there's some witchcraft involved. In either case, I hate the fact that the word verse is thrown around so much, but if you're a fan of the image verse at all, this mm-hmm. book is so on point because just everybody and anybody that's ever been in an image comic could potentially come into play and, and multiple times has. I need to catch up on this and it might be too late for me. I have issue one, Yep, but I don't have, I stopped there. I was like, eh, it's interesting. I'm not really into this whole, you know, writing, you know, like from reality and, and I don't know, having the, the writers be in the comics themselves, kind of like Stephen King and Dark Tower every once in a while. Right. right? Just. Not my cup of tea, but I feel like I should. You keep raving about it. They so make fun I, of I themselves to... for doing it. That's the best part, though. Like, Donnie Cates will straight up make fun of himself and be like, what kind of a hack writer writes himself into a comic book? That's something that somebody who has no ideas does. Boy, he's brilliant, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to I gotta check it out. And I love following him on Twitter, and he's, he's hilarious. So, yeah, I will. Uh, I'll try to get. At least issue two through five. I'll read those. And even better is Negan's in black and white, too. While everybody else is in color because, you know, it's The Walking Dead. It was in black and white. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like, there's some some fun stuff happening there. I'm going to give you my number two because I know what you're going to say. I'm going to go with, uh, this is going to be one that's going to surprise you, Phil. Yeah. Star Wars, Han Solo and Chewbacca, number one. I have not read that yet. I'll just tell you this. You find out something about Han Solo's past. All right. It turns out he was born. No. And and I'll leave I'll leave that as a as a cliffhanger. Okay. You you find out something pretty significant, I think, unless they undo it in the second issue. But I don't think this is something they've gone into in the past. I was I was shocked when I was reading it. And it, overall, it was a fun Han Solo story. Huh. Check it out. Number one. Two number ones, like I said in previous episodes, if it's a number one, you got to buy it. If you're there, you got to buy it. Unless it sells out or they just didn't arrive that week. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) All right. What's your second? Uh, My second is probably going to be Daredevil Woman Without Fear, which I just got done reading right before this happened. A couple of weeks ago, we touched on how much we enjoy Craven and everything about Craven. And this issue two ended with her in a standoff with Craven. And this is the fight between her and Craven. And she realizes that she's outmatched pretty quickly and moves it back to her territory. Um, And I thought it was a really well-written fight sequence and chase sequence that came about of it. Uh, There was a little bit of lightheartedness in there as well until the very, very end 
where Marvel did something very strange, no pun intended from your previous conversation, and gave away something that happens in Devil's Reign number five, which came out the week after Daredevil Woman Without Fear number three. So that didn't really make any sense to me. But I mean, it all I guess it all kind of works out in the end because it makes you think one thing happened when then you go and read uh, Devil's Reign. You actually find out that's not quite what happened. But I thought it was really well done. Yeah. And my number three is Devil's Reign. I loved Elektra, by the way. I thought that was or what do they call it? Woman uh, without woman fear. without fear. Yeah. Daredevil woman without fear. I adored that that comic. And I Devil's Reign was just as good. Mm hmm. And talk about the art. Oh, my gosh. All the heroes in all those panels. It's just a feast for the eyes. And Kingpin, you see him angrier than he's ever been. Oh, man. And that's a lot of fun. And talk about the last words of a, of a comic. You're like, well, and you've turned the page. You're like, no. It, it, is my book broken? Yep. Am I missing pages? <laughs> yeah. Then you realize, like, oh, they're setting me up. And then the Electra the week before, it's like, wait are they really setting me up? Like, is this really happening or not? I'm, I am I can't wait for number six because that's where it's all going to be revealed, right? What's, yep. what's coming next? Six is going to be the big tie together on that one. I guess that counts as my number three. Yeah, I would say so. You should do your number three. Yeah. Um, off top of my head, because I don't have my stack of books here that I'm fumbling in front of, so I'm just I'm working working from knowledge. Uh, was the newest issue of the Joker, which is current series that's going on that's only got one issue left, but this issue was beyond over the top and ridiculous in the most fun and just ass kicking type of a way. Where, um, so. Gordon's been hunting the Joker, but so has another villain, and so has a family that really wants to eat the Joker, and the family finally got their hands on the Joker, and they're getting ready to cook <laughs> the Joker, and all hell breaks loose and ensues after that, and it gets really bloody and really fun, and again, I laughed out loud on multiple occasions reading this book just due to the gore factor of it. I thought it was really, really well, and it's setting up for a finale. That closing page of the main story, because there's also the punchline story that's happening behind it. Um, the closing page of the main story was just kind of like, all right, let's see how this is going to wrap up. Yeah, and that's issue 13 of the Joker. Super expensive comic, by the way. Yeah, five ninety nine Every week. No, it's every month. Or every month. Yeah, but five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That is the base price for getting your Joker on. Uh, I'm going to go with Punisher number one. Oh, I was going to go with that too. It's a fun read in a way you wouldn't expect. They try new things with the with the Punisher. I don't think his his new outfit is terrible. He had one of the most badass iconic looks. Mm -hmm. And they are reinventing it for, I would say, political reasons. Yep. And I don't like it. And you could tell even Marvel's maybe not so keen on it because they keep putting the, the, the old logo on the cover, but it's like the, on this issue, it's all chopped up, right? So you can barely make out the Punisher logo. The new one, it has horns on it, on the skull. He's got ninja blades. I don't know. It, Phil, I don't know. If, I don't know where this is going. It feels more like it fits in the ghost rider universe than it does just kind of the main Marvel continuity. Does that make sense? Like the midnight suns, <laughs> he should be running with them. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And I, the new logo almost looks like, I don't know, some really bad early 2000s tribal tattoo of somebody trying to get the Punisher logo tattooed on themselves, but they <laughs> want it a little bit more tribally. Yeah. But I'll agree with you that it was a fun read. And it was, again, a lot of death and, and vengeance and 
Punisher doing Punisher things. And when you start finding out why, I thought that was kind of where the intrigue lies. Also, this tied into the Electra issue as well. See, there was a lot that went on in that uh, Woman Without Fear issue. Yeah, it ends with the tease mm-hmm. that leads into this issue. And again, Phil, five ninety nine for the first yeah, issue of know. Punisher. They're, they're just doing this to the sake of doing it to us, I think, just to make things hurt. All right, what's your number four? My number four is going to be the new issue of Thor. Hey, it rhymes. I, I was going to point that out, but decided I was going to stay away from that. I'll uh, say the the terrible lines. You 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 keep being the cool guy. I'll be the dumb one. I think I think we've got that all backwards. Um, <laughs> this issue was the battle, the end of the battle of of the hammer of Magellner, which I can never pronounce correctly. So go ahead and roast me and flame Molnir. me. Molnir, yeah, my uh, my Scandinavian Scandinavian heritage is not all that great, or Scandinavian heritage. Um, this comes to a roaring big battle between him and what was trapped inside of the hammer. And as you and I were discussing, the end of this issue might piss some people off, but I thought it was really, really well done. There were swords, there were hammers, there were gods, there was death, there's voices. Just another knockout piece by Donny Cates. Yeah, I think he's going to be one of the most hated writers. <laughs> For, I, I love that he take, he takes chances. He's doing it with Hulk right now. He did it with Venom. And he did it here with Thor in a the way it concludes. Yeah, I think where it goes from here is going to be very controversial. Mm-hmm. Especially if there's multiple voices, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> if there are multiple voices going on, I, I, I think I think the fan base will be split. I'm I'm on board to see where it goes because I think I know where it's kind of leading for mm-hmm. a setup. But <laughs> I think people will be put off by Buddy Cop Thor and his hammer. <laughs> I want to see sense. it play out that way too, like where they're just kind of cruising around the Rainbow Road and talking to each other, having a good time, <laughs> and then all of a sudden something happens and they just got to go beat the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number five, by the way, Phil, is another number one from one of my favorite writers, Jeff Lemire. Yeah. It's Little Monsters. And the only thing I'll say is if you want to see kids eat rats, <laughs> this is your book. It's, it's, it, he's, he's such a, the universes this guy builds is unlike anything else. Sweet Tooth, uh, May's book, mm-hmm. what he did with, um, what was it? Swamp Thing and. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, what was the other one? Animal Man with New 52. Animal Man oh, at New God, 52 right. is I forgot about that. so underappreciated and brilliant. Little Monsters, again, I'm just like, I can't wait to see where this thing goes. He's he's on to something and it's dark and disturbing and it's following these kids that are eating rats. <laughs> it's really messed up. And yeah, I'm I'm all about it. I'm super excited to read that. It was not one of the 25 comics that I read today. And sadly, the 25 comics that I read today is not an exaggeration. That is, uh, that's a lot. I don't know if I've ever done that. I think League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I read all those trades, everything there was in six hours. Wow. Uh, Seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, there was a lot of words, you know, like those are not action heavy. No, they're very, (laughs) very wordy. Well, that's impressive. What's, what's your next one? Uh, My next one is going to be Newburn. Uh, from Image Comics. I've talked about it right. previously in the past as well. It's the story about the detective who's working for the crime families to solve a mystery. This time he is hired by the police department to find out what happened to one of their cops that got killed. And it takes some twists and some turns along the ways. And he shows that he is in the position that he's in for a lot of reasons, namely his brains. 
And I can't really say much else without spoiling it, except that he's not willing to go back on what his moral beliefs and compass are, because he knows that if he doesn't do, if he doesn't work alongside the crime families, he's dead. They will kill him, all of them. And this really delves into that one. And he kind of, he pulls the semi-fast one on the police department while investigating the murder of one of their own. And I thought, again, it was really well, well written as Chip Zdarsky just tells crime stories very, very well. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Spider-Gwen Gwenverse, which is, as the name implies, kind of like the Spider-Verse, but with multiple Gwens. If you want just bonkers over the top, I don't understand what's happening. Is that a Transformer? What is going on? This is the book for you. Hmm. You get everything, and it's it's just fun and breezy and ends on a pretty interesting note. Again, that's a number one. I can't help myself. And yeah, read it. It's good. What's your next one? I don't necessarily know if I've got another one that I can I can rave about. We've covered all of the big hitters. Yeah, did you read uh, Amazing Spider-Man? Oh, I read the last one, but I haven't read the newest one. I found out what was behind Door Z. <laughs> That's right. Which made me scratch my head and go, why does Marvel have a thing for Dr. Octopus-like characters with multiple, multiple arms? So I'm curious to see what happens in, in the next issue, which is 92 that came out yesterday. Well, came out this week since I just read last week's, I don't know, a half hour ago. I'll say this. They keep recreating new characters, and I kind of like them. <laughs> and they just have more and more arms. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're referencing Devil's Reign. The Hulk has. Yeah. The, uh, well, it's not just the Hulk. There's the Ghost Rider auto. The, wow. Doc, Dr. Doc always has it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's the Ghost Rider version of him, the Hulk version of him, the Wolverine version of him that are in this. There then turns out to be a uh, what's Marvel's name of or their Swamp Thing type of a character like Man Thing. Yeah, he ends up being there. He's also got six arms as well. Like everybody in the Superior Four has got six arms. And now it appears as though so does the lizard. Well, if you didn't read anymore, I'm going to read or I'm going to tell you to read Naomi season two, number one. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. But you do need to read Naomi season one. Okay. Or I don't even think they called it that. I think they just kind of branded this after the TV show got launched. I still haven't watched that yet. I have to. But this is Brian Michael Bendis at the top of his game. Oh, very! It has shades of his Ultimate Spider-Man run, where it's a teenager with powers, learning how to be a hero. Very dark kind of uh, undercurrent for the, her family and all that stuff. And yeah, it's 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 a fun ride. That's at DC Books. I still need to read this week, Phil. <laughs> yeah, Eternal Eternals Venom. Yep. I picked up the new Spawn variant, which is recreating the Todd McFarlane number one. Oh, yeah, you showed me issue. that. Yeah. So that cover is the variant cover. It looks just like that Spider-Man number one. I'm a sucker for that. I got to read those those dumb X-Lives of Wolverine things. X-Deaths of Wolverine. Both of them came out. So there's two of those. Radiant Red, I'm going to wait on because I still haven't caught up on Radiant Black. Oh, yeah. I Did you read the, the oh, I don't remember what the name of it was, but the jumbo size issue that came out last week or the week before? No. See, I got to catch up. Like, I'm starting to fall behind as they kind of create this radiant universe. See, everything's a verse now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. I don't know if I should stick with these or if I should kind of give up on it. I like Radiant Black, but it, there's just too much to read. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling I the just same can't way keep about up. that. Uh, oh, I read Captain Carter. Very good. Mm -hmm. Hawkeye was great as well. That is Hawkeye Kate Bishop, number five. But yeah, all all told, two great weeks of comic books. Uh, would two you... expensive weeks. <laughs> would you like to hear what I have left to read from just this yes. week? Uh... <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. 
Venom number six, Amazing Spider-Man 92, Star Wars Crimson Rain number three, Han Solo Chewbacca, Monkey Meat number three, Radiant Red, Little Monsters, and Primos number two. That's what I have from this week left to read. I only have three issues left from last week to read, and that's uh, actually only two, sorry. Star Wars and What If Miles Morales Became Captain America are the two that I have left to read from last week. Any video game stuff you want to go into? Anything? Uh, we finally got a release date for Gotham Knights. Yeah. It's October, October 25th. Yeah. That's exciting. That's right around the corner, and you immediately mocked me saying you're not going to play with me. <laughs> but I told you in a previous episode that I would. So we are going to play that together. We'll figure that out. Well, def- yeah, that is coming very soon. I I hope that doesn't get delayed. That sounds like such a great game for, for going into the holiday season. Like, it just makes sense. You and I are going to have stupid fun with that game. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's like Arkham with co-op. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds perfect. Yeah. And then let's go into, let's end the the episode like we always do with next week's books. (laughs) Hopefully. All right. Keep a count now with your fingers what you're going to get. Detective Comics, Amazing Spider-Man. This is the alternate issue, the Bay, B-E-Y. Yep. Nightwing. The Flash, 780. Wonder Woman. Justice League. The Avengers, Ugh, X Lives of Wolverine. How long is that Got going on for? Five issues. Okay. Thank goodness it's going to be over soon. This is the fifth issue. Catwoman, Batman the Night, King Spawn, Robin number five. Very cool cover. World's Finest number one. By the way, there are some variants of this that I want to get. The variants are... Have you seen those comic panels of Superman slapping or Batman slapping Robin? Yes. So the variant is Batman slapping Superman. No way. And then there's an alternate variant of Superman slapping Batman. No way. Yeah. I'm going to get that. But that's World's Finest number one. So that's a new one. Carnage number one. I got to get it. Mm -hmm. Green Lantern number 12. Silver Coin number 10. Titans United number seven. Blue and Gold. This is about Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, number seven. Not buying it. (laughs) The Scorch, number three. The Walking Dead Deluxe, number 35. What's the Future Place from Here, number five. The Marvels, number nine. Uh, What's the furthest? Yep, sorry. Eternals, The Heretic, number one. They keep doing all these like offshoots that are pretty good, actually. Time Before Time. It's a Cindy Lauper song, number 11. It's just a biopic Fantastic. of her. <laughs> as a robot. Yeah. Cindy Lauper is a robot, the, the comic series. Fantastic Four, Reckoning War, Trial of the Watcher, number one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> what are we doing? This is getting nutty. Trial of the Watcher. I, I read The Reckoning. Are, I know, but... Uh, uh, it's so hard to keep track of these things, but I'm going to have to get it. Power Rangers 17, Rain number three, Homesick Pilots 13, Star Wars The Halcyon Legacy number two. That's about the hotel. <laughs> <laughs>
Refrigerator Full of Heads, number five. That's one that I'm starting to get into. I just bought the first issue, and I'm gonna I'm looking for the rest of them. And I got the variant cover of this first issue, and I should show it to you because I think you might pee yourself a little bit if you saw it. It mm, is out of fright, or uh, no, cool. it, it's a scuba diver grabbing an axe from the bottom of the ocean floor with a giant shark chasing her. Oh, I like sharks. Yeah. You know that. Yep. Uh, Image has a new one called Slumber, number one. It looks. Maybe horror. I'll take that. Themed. Wonder Woman Evolution number five. Usagi Yojimbo number 27. Regarding the matter of Oswald's body number five. Blade Runner Origins number 10. Wow, that seems like it's an ongoing series. That's interesting. G.I. Joe number 290. Stillwater The Escape number one. Shadow Man number seven. That's an N64 game. <laughs> The Invincible Red Sonia, number eight. Cloaked, number four. Joy Operations, number five. And Nick's number five. We're getting into the licensed stuff. Angel. Red Wraith, number one from Scout Comics. I think that is it. Oh, you just texted me a picture of the comic. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's a big shark, man. <laughs> that's... Like I said, you'd appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> I might have to pick that up. I could put that in the place of this not so rare Batman comic. It's the I only have. one in Minnesota. <laughs> oh boy. I'm at 14 off of that list, by the way. I think I'm at nine. Not too bad. Oh, pretty slow week for you if if you're only at nine. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's some that I'll take a chance on. You know that when you get to the comic store, you're you're looking and you're like, oh, it looks kind of interesting. And then you're like, this might be an important key issue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I should pick this up. <laughs> so I have it and I can go, look. <laughs> oh, boy, we're out of control. Uh, I, I don't know why people are listening to this. <laughs> I, I walked out of the comic shop today after grabbing last week's Marvel stuff. And uh, they told me my total of like $32. And I was like, I've never walked out of here only spending $32. At which point Eric reminded me, yeah, that's just Marvel from last week, Phil. And I went, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but it's fun, right? We're yep. having a blast doing this and the stories, the comics have never been better. No. Really like the art and just the, the focus on the stories and the characters and how they evolve, interconnect with other stories. I love it. And then they go, you know, years down the road, they get spun out onto the big screen. Like most of the stuff we see on, on the silver screen is stuff we already read or inspired by, mm -hmm. which is very cool. It's fun. You know, we're we're spoiled as comic fans, Phil. And I feel even though I feel like even the superhero stuff is getting a lot more mature feeling than it was back when you and I were kids and first started reading books. It, I, I don't, yeah, more mature, not like not, not graphic like, or anything like that, but just not more like Frank real. Miller mature. Right. But yeah. Like there's there's more of a realism and they've always been about issues, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, go back to Captain America, why he was invented, stuff like that. Like they always tie in with real world events. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. There, there is a, I don't know, a sense of just kind of more realistic, more believable characters, scenarios. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. And I think that's maybe kind of spinning out of the movies, too, where they, they're drawing inspiration from the silver screen yeah. and, and trying to to blend those universes a little better. It's cool. Yeah, I've, I've never had more fun reading comics than I am right now. No, me neither. Even after I read 25 of them today. <laughs> well. Let's end the episode here so you can read another five. Oh, good. Caught up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks again, everyone, if you did stick around and listen to this ramble fest of 
new releases. And we'll be back next week with more comic love. We'll, we'll catch up on what we didn't get to this week. And then also take a look at some more legacy comics, Phil. So prepare for that. All right. Thanks again for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Take, take care, everybody.